When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello kids, it's your Auntie Kath. Now, as you probably know by now, you might hear words like and in this podcast. Oh, and that's one of my favourites. So, if you've got little ears around, you might want to listen another time. Or if you like, keep playing. They might just learn something. The little Esteemed Deaf Pals. Now, it turns out some of you have been complaining that these episodes aren't long enough. <laughs> well then, you'll be dying to know that this isn't all of it, you wonderful twits. After you've finished hearing how your favourite guests are going to peg it, they join me over at Six Feet Under to read through your real-life deaf-related anecdotes and tell us what they're taking to the grave with them. Something a therapist has said to you. Why do you not do anything I've told you to do? <laughs> For just $3.99 a month, you get all that and every episode completely ad-free. So, as the Grim Reaper says, get on with it and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to where there's a will, there's a wait.com for details. Right, let's get cracking. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this uncomfortable underworld in the podcast arena. Bloody hell, it's busy down here. What with the fire at the Pope, the ashes to sweep, and the cloaks to iron and press, I don't get a single frigging minute to myself. So, me and the Grim Reaper have finally scheduled in a bit of time to Netflix and chill. No, no, not like that, you filthy buggers. We're settling down to watch a new series. It's called Unsub. Murders, killers still at large. <laughs> well, you gotta relax somehow. Welcome to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. While we take a morbid mooch around the world, it's time to welcome this week's guest to podcast in purgatory. Now, on some shows, two pals get together to talk about how even their therapist has ghosted them. But on this podcast, we're more interested in what our guest is going to get up to when they're a ghost. And joining us this week, it's the absolutely brilliant... Did you like that? I really like that, yeah. <laughs> it really appeals to the ego of the guests, Doesn't getting this did. lovely little jingle <laughs> with their name. Some people have asked for them to be um, like a text message. Like a WhatsApp voice yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 like yeah. a ringtone or whatever yeah, it is. I can see that. Listen, Joanne McNally, it feels like we've been waiting fucking ages for you to come <laughs> on. So, I was away, I was on the road. Doing your tour? Doing my tour. Has yeah. that been going? Good, yeah, it's finished now. Yeah. Thank God. Is that the Prosecco thing? The Prosecco Express. Yes. Yeah, so it was kind of, it went out, it was a lot, it was long, but like, which is great. It's a great complaint. Uh-huh. But um, I've only, ju- like, I took January, I was doing some shows at the start of January, I took the rest of January off. So uh-huh. Christmas just ended for me today on the 1st of February. Oh, right. I've been on a jolly with a capital J. 
Oh, you've got a book coming out though, haven't you? Well, so I have a book deal, which is not the same thing as having a book done. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know yourself now. Yeah, yeah. I have a deal that has been signed with, I've signed it in blood. So I was supposed to do, it was supposed to be done by Christmas 2023. Yeah. But then the tour kind of started getting busy. So they put it off. They said I could delay it. So January 1st, they're on the phone. Right. Is this the seven deadly sins? That's kind of the format of it. Yeah. So basically what I like is human fallibility like flaws like yes. why we do the fucked up shit we do and that everyone does it and basically That's we're all it. just animals with iPhones yeah yeah you know anyway anyway we've, we've got a fucking podcast to get on with and um we've got dying to do the last thing not the last thing the first thing <laughs> I've had a bit I'm so tired this week because I've had guests and back no, to back fuck me I'm it's normally tiring. in bed by half ten yeah 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 and these cunts want to sit up and talk to fucking <laughs> five in the morning you know I'm just, I can't, I'm an old lady now, Joanne. I can't handle it. Is it all right to use the C word? Will your parents be listening? No. Oh, they, no, that's, well, they, my mom, my dad's long dead, but my mum pretends she doesn't listen to anything, but she listens to everything. She's got like a lot of burner accounts and stuff. Oh, okay. She's one of those. <laughs> she's a lurker. Just pretends she's not she's like, extremely oh, proud. Yeah, she pretends she doesn't <laughs> listen to anything, but she listens to absolutely everything. Well, I'm really sorry, Joanne's mum, for using the C word so early on, but this is what you've got to expect, mate. Yeah. So, uh, Right, so before we get on to your sad demise, mm-hmm. we need to know about... The so what would be your final meal on earth? So we're assuming it's not on death row, because I'm assuming the calibre of... Oh, yeah, death it's row not death row, because yeah, your grand. death is your choice, you know what Fine. I mean? So because I, I was worried about the quality of stuff, because it's like, if it's death row, I'd get in like a pret sandwich or something. But if it's if I get to choose <laughs> myself, yeah. I'd probably go lasagna, cowslaw and chips. Oh, that's an interesting combo. A magnum apino. Oh. Grigio. Yeah. Which I would guzzle like a truffle pig, and then I would have for dessert <laughs> a bowl of Bailey's. A bowl of Bailey. And I'd drink it like a cat and oh. I'd melt Hagen Dass into it. <laughs> I know. Oh, and then I just explode. Yeah. Yeah. Happily. But lasagna and chips, that's an interesting double carb thing. Coleslaw. Lasagna, coleslaw and chips. So the coleslaw, what does that do? Cut through all the grease no, and it adds. Carb? It just adds. It's like wet food. Right. Mixed with the, the hot, sticky chips. When we were kids, yeah. like that was one of the Friday night meals. And my mum, when she'd do the big shop at the weekend, mm. she'd buy a huge tub of coleslaw. And I'd eat the whole thing with my fingers or a teaspoon or whatever. I've always just had this... Horn for coleslaw is the only way I can describe it. I yeah. love it. Love, love, love it. Well, they do do a good coleslaw in Ireland. The thing I found very strange... because I, I was down in uh, West Cork, la, uh, not last year, the year before. Uh, the Irish don't know how to do potato salad. Excuse me? I mean, what the fuck? It's, it was mashed potato. What? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 Cathy, that's a different type of potato salad. So, but there was I have, any... to, sta- I have oh, to stand no. up for the country here now. No, go on, go on. We do a great potato salad. The only problem is when they put bacon in it, which I wouldn't be a fan of. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not a fan of that. You're a veggie, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like that. No. But the potato salad, I don't know whatever mashed one you were, that was some sort of Philistine who's gone rogue. Because yeah. traditionally, 
We're very good at it. Well, fields of skibbereen, you need to, because <gasps> they do a double bubbles. You've got coleslaw on one side <laughs> and then the potato salad on the other. But it was mashed potato. It was like no, cold no, 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 no. mash. No, that's someone trying something new that didn't work. It didn't fucking work. No. Big time. Probably an English person who'd moved to the town. Yes. That's what happened there. There's a lot of dodgy people <laughs> in skibbereen, I tell you. There's there that- is. That sounds like a Protestant salad. That's not our fault. <laughs> it's a Protestant <laughs> salad. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> We're not taking the heat for that. No, okay. I love skibbereen, isn't it beautiful? Skibbereen's amazing. Yeah, I stunning. fucking loved it It's there. gorgeous. Just yeah. loved it. And then would this be a homemade lasagna? It would. It'd be my mother's, which means yeah. I'm going to need her to cook it now and then freeze it because hopefully she goes before me. Yes. That would be what you'd hope. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'll oh, freeze it. And what are the best chips? The best chips? Deep fried. Do you remember the deep fryer that you'd have in the house that your parents had to throw out in the 80s because it was actually a genuine fire hazard? Yes, yes. Old school. Yeah, we used to have, it was just... Um, Crispy, fat ones. A saucepan with just uh, oil. A, a, with oil <laughs> in it, like a fucking huge vat of oil. Yeah, and you just be standing, the kids be standing around with a fire blanket ready to go yeah. in case they're all kicked up. <laughs> <laughs> they were so dangerous. So dangerous. So dangerous. But great chips. Oh, amazing chips. Yeah. And then the Baileys, I yeah. have a real, I mean, who wouldn't? It's liquidised cream yeah. with alcohol in it. Uh-huh. And I love a drink, so that would be the dessert. But with Hagen does ice cream in there, Fuck you it, said. Yeah. And dying. Yeah. I asked my mum once what her last <laughs> would be, and she gave and then said a, a skinny latte, and I was like, "Why are you bothering with this?" Your mum would have a skinny latte. She gave her meal, like her solids, <laughs> and then said in a skinny latte. I was like, "Why have a coffin to fit into? Yeah, just yeah. Go for it." <laughs> well, maybe maybe she just prefers the taste. <laughs> maybe she prefers the, the taste of the skinny one, but that is funny. <laughs> Lasagna, chips, and coleslaw, a bowl yep. of Bailey's, like a pretty cat with some Haagen-Dazs ice cream in there. Yep. You got all that, Goddess Charlie. Wonderful. So now we'll move on to... The Death. So, Joanne, what the fuck? You've picked it. What happened? I know the dream is to go naturally in your sleep. Mm -hmm. Ideally. Yeah. But I'd like to go with a bit of a bang. Okay. So I'd like to die suspiciously. Nice. And I'd like it to howl like everyone's coming out of the woodwork to solve it. Like, Farrell and David Frost and... David Frost? Is that on his name? David Jason. No. What's his Mr. Inspector Frost. Inspector Frost. Played by David Jason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, David Jason. I'd like him. Uh-huh. Love Joy. Yeah. Any Jessica female Fletcher. detectives? Jessica Fletcher. Okay. <laughs> Agatha Christie maybe get her back. Yeah. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like to die suspiciously mm. and become a mystery and then get a Netflix show off the back of a mysterious death. Oh, I see. I'd like to be a six part you don't want you don't want it to be violent, do you? Suspicious. Or? Suspicious. Yeah, I could even set it up myself. Okay. Suspicious. Oh, is there? Well, have you got someone in mind? Jonathan that you, Creek. You, you, I want all of them coming out. Have you got anyone in mind that you'd like to be the suspect? Well, well, Kathy, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> many, 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 many. Uh-huh. <laughs> I won't say here, but yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I'd like to set someone up. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think that's someone up. The, the last bit of revenge. Yeah. Out with a bang. Fantastic. I want someone to do hard time. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want someone falsely accused. Oh, that's great revenge, actually. I think so. And in someone ending up in the nick. Yeah. With some huge hairy ass bastard <laughs> that just wants to take him for himself. Eating off a tray for the rest of his life with a spork. 
Rasse. That's the best spoke. Yeah. Everyone trying to solve it. Your man from the Antiques Roadshow. Everyone's involved. So what would the public response be to your death? I mean, I'd hope devastation. Yeah, yeah. I want flags at half-mast globally. The other people are like, I don't, like, just forget I was here. Don't worry about it. Move on. Find someone else. I don't want any of that shit. No. Like a year. A year of grief. A year of grief. Yeah. Fabulous. Why not? So where would you like your obituary to be published? Oh, God. At the Sunday Times, because I can't get into that. The, the magazine, same. front page. Oh, I see. Because it's quite glad. Is that the style magazine or whatever it's called? No, the, the Sunday Times magazine, the oh, main I, one. Oh, I see. Well, I don't get the papers. I haven't bought the papers for years, you see. So I don't know. I don't know. I, know. I, lo- I used to be a publicist before I was a comedian. Oh, really? Yeah, so I love a big media splash, hence the suspicious death. Oh, I see. And then, so you'd be on the front cover, yeah. obviously. Dead. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking really good. And I get like hell hair and makeup done for the... Wake, open coffin. Which we will be coming to. And what would the headline be? Do you know? Dead. Dead. (laughs) (laughs) She's dead. (laughs) Here are you, here are you. And everyone will be like, who the fuck is she? Like, it doesn't matter, she's dead now. (laughs) That is such a great image. See this beautiful picture of you, like like with your hair down and the eyes shut, (laughs) beautiful makeup wearing black and then just, Dead. Dead. Written across Dead, it. question mark? <laughs> Have you seen oh. the people who fake their they fake their funerals to see who'll turn up? I've heard about this, yeah. yeah. There was a woman in Colombia did it. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I think people were in on it. I don't think anyone thought she was dead. Right. But she kind of just wanted to experience her own funeral and outpouring of grief. And I stuff. mean. I know. Wild. It is wild. Yeah. Why didn't she just have a, par- have a birthday party? And- <sighs> what, I guess you want people... It's like... It's a bit of a... Ego trip, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's like you, there's always this outpouring when someone dies, and I guess she was like, "Well, I want to see that. I want to witness that." If that's true, because you know, um, parents will often say to their children, "You'll regret it when I'm dead." Yeah, you won't. You won't be happy. You wait. You know, when I'm dead and buried, you'll be. You'll be unhappy. So she was just checking to see She's if that was going to be the case. Yeah, amazing. Think back on your life, Joanne McNally. Do you have any regrets? No. I really don't. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, that's good. I don't because I feel like everything you do, like I've done some I've done some very questionable things. Uh-huh. And stuff that you know, you're like, I wish I hadn't maybe wish I hadn't done that. But then if you if you were to take it out of your story, where does it leave you? I'd be too scared to remove anything. Right. Even the really embarrassing shit. Yeah, yeah. No. No, you're right. I think that's what makes us sort of three-dimensional people yeah. or our flaws. Exactly. You're like, I learned, you know, and now in fairness, it's not like I've been, I've never had a huge, like, I'm not big enough, but like a huge cancellation thing. Have to be said. But at this stage, my mistakes have been, I've learned from them all. Yes, very good. And they've all good. built me into who I am and I regret nothing. Good for you. So far. So far, yeah. yes. Well, I think that's amazing. Good for you. Nothing. I like I like the chutzpah of it. It's like, yeah, because people often say, oh, yeah, I regret. I was nasty to someone once and I wish I hadn't said what I'd said or or people have regret. Oh, I wish, you know, when they lose someone as well, when some, oh, yeah. someone died, oh, I regret that I didn't tell them. Well, actually, I ne- hated them. Yeah. I should have told them. <laughs> 
I hated their fucking guts. I did have to. It's interesting when you say about um, your parents saying you regret it when I'm dead. The, the, the tiny regrets I do have, you've reminded me now really as a child, where when my dad died now, he's long dead now, he's 20 something years dead, because he was sick, but I was too young to realise he was that sick. Right. And had I known, I would have been a little bit more patient with him. Okay. You know what I mean? Things like yeah. that. I would have made him the cup of tea he wanted and stuff like that. So now I'm kind of obsessed with my mother and like right. anything she wants anything mm-hmm. she needs calling her back all the time right because you're like you don't want those regrets that's it but then I'm sure your dad forgave you because you were still a kid yeah I was a teenager yeah, yeah. But you would you just because when you're young you don't cop that they're that's it you don't really understand illness to the extent plus no one tells you because they're trying to protect you that's it even yeah. though he's bright yellow in a wheelchair I was like this seems fine <laughs> <laughs> seems absolutely grand. Long may he live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, I'm devastated that you're deceased. Okay. So while I gather myself, <laughs> uh, I, I need to take a pause. We're going to hear from one of our lovely listeners. Okay. And this is where we get you to do some fucking work now. Fab. Good. And this is the section, the news section that we like to call... So, uh, yeah, I'm contractually mm. obliged to have a little bit of vocal rest. So if you could read out the email for us, Joanne, sure. that, would, that would be most appreciated, darling. Hi, Kathy and esteemed guests. Hi. When I was a teenager, I went to my grandmother's funeral. She was a classy lady, very fashionable, cigarette holders and stilettos to the end. Wow. I was going through a bit of a silent and moody stage at the time. Too cool for school. So I decided to wear a large pair of dark sunglasses to the service, which I refused to take off even inside the dimly lit church. When it was my turn to walk up to the coffin and say goodbye for the final time, I could barely see a thing. But there was no way I was taking those damn things off. I managed to navigate to where the coffin was, but then had to feel my way tentatively foot by foot up the stairs like the youngest elderly lady you've ever seen. Thank God I'm an only child. My parents were kind enough not to rip the piss out of me for it. Not sure any siblings would have extended the same courtesy. Mm. Love the podcast. I think it would even have made my moody AF teenage self laugh out loud. Ha ha ha. Chloe Fairlight. Well, thanks for that, Chloe. I mean, I'm imagining her now in her dark glass. I mean, looking uber cool. Yeah, I'd say, but it sounds but like her grandmother would have been proud. I absolutely. Lo- I love a glam elderly, older woman. Oh, the, oh yeah, the older ladies when, they, their when they're glamorous. Yes. And their pearls and their chain smoking to the end and all that jazz. Yeah. I had an aunt who, she's dead now, but she, um, my auntie Joan. So my mum, there's, I think there's, oh God, I better get this right, eight of them. And uh, she's in Cork. And, um, Joan was this very, she, she was kind of, what would we call it? At the time, I was like, oh, never married, never had kids, as if it was some... Oh, right, yes. ...awful thing that had happened to her. Uh-huh. As an adult, I'm like, she knew exactly what she was doing. Absolutely. fucking loot. She was like that. She was very glam. She was mm. always in, like, dripping in pearls and jewels. And she had one of those, like, that cigarette holders and high heels and yeah. uh, living her... And now as an adult, I'm like, that woman was living her best life. Absolutely. I mean, it, I remember some kids once, I was at a mate's house and there were, there were kids there... And I didn't know one of the kids. They, they were all about eight or nine or whatever. But my, my friend Pascal, when she was very little, and um, I saw them whispering and looking over at me. And then they came over and uh, 
yeah, and Pascal said, um, have you got children? And I said, no. And she just looked at the other phone, told you. <laughs> she because, because kids as well, they can't. They can't get their hand around no. the fact that you wouldn't have kids. I know. Because they think it's all about them. Yeah, 100%. Like, I've no kids, I'm 40. I felt sorry for Joan when I was six years of age, being like, poor Joan. Yes. No kids. Doesn't. Hadn't a clue. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And my parents, like, were trying to rub money together to send us to school. Yeah. Like, all this sacrifice. And Joan was just on airplanes, smoking her tits <laughs> off. <laughs> Travelling around, having the best life ever. The best life ever. And um, going back to lovely Chloe Fairlight, who sent us in that great email. Thank you for that, Chloe. Is there any fashion choice that you regret? I know you've got no regrets. No regrets, but... apart from how I treated my father. <laughs> yes, your <laughs> that, poor dying that tiny, father. The tiny one. No, I wasn't that now. Um, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> now that you mention it, actually, that time I killed a man. <laughs> Other than that, I've no regrets. Um, fashion, oh yeah, because I love like whatever's going on at the time yeah so I've no individual style right but it, and so like high street fashion whatever's going in but it means that I I change with the times of what's happening but that's good that's called being, being fashionable yeah but then the further you lean into the fashion the quicker the dated you look in photos oh, do you know I what I mean see. it's like when I started out as a PR, I was working in a very like hipster type agency where we were wearing like bike chains as necklaces and Adidas <laughs> runners yeah, were like yeah. 12 tons deep, you know, that kind of thing. And um, I was I was going in, in <laughs> God, I have a lot of regrets now. That you yeah. have a lot of regrets. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> this is up there with the murder. I was wearing capes and... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Full-blown capes with shoulder pads because it was like that, that hipster 80s kind of shiny tortoise jacket thing I come right. back in flecky tracksuits these huge big brown <laughs> tortoise rimmed glasses yeah. like I really leaned into it and I can't say I'm proud of that uh-huh. to be honest now. Right. I remember once even there was a lad came into the office he was delivering something yeah. and I fancied him and I saw him look at me and I saw him see me through the eyes of a modern man he's walked into this I got sucked into this youth this and I kind of just slowly took off the brown yeah. glasses and they, I still have them. They're the only ones that work because they're uh-huh. so plastic, they lasted. Right, but right. But yeah, so a lot of fashion stuff. Well, I think you look very dashing today Thank in you. your denim uh, jumpsuit. jumpsuit. Yeah. And your lovely, uh, these are very uh, reminiscent of... Uh, Garage music earrings, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah, love it. So, thank you so much for your fabulous email, Chloe. And listener, if you like that, we've got a shitload more funeral funnies on our bonus podcast, Six Feet Under. So, sort it out and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to or where there's a will, there's weight.com for details. And if you want your deaf mail read out on the podcast, then send it into kathy at deafpodcast.co.uk. Whether it's fluffing the eulogy or the last time you died of laughter, we love hearing from you. Right, let's get back to business, Joanne. This is the bit where we would normally hear all about the funeral, mm-hmm. as your proper Irish blood. Mm-hmm. This will come first. The wake. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Is it the Wolf Towns? It sounded a bit That's... yellow. We were at a French bistro yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, it's a bit continental for me now. <laughs> okay, that threw me a little bit, but not because it's so jolly. <laughs>
You know what I mean? It's usually dun, 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 and then it's like, <laughs> like fucking hello, hello. <laughs> so, the wake. Yes. Very important yeah. in, in Ireland. We love a wake. So, uh, tell us tell us about your wake. The Irish do death very well, I think. Yes. We're very proud of it, actually. We love telling everyone that we do death well. Uh-huh. And we do love deaths. Yeah. So, the wake, if for anyone who doesn't know, is when the body is brought home to the home or laid out in the church basically laid out open casket overnight mm. like a spatchcock chicken just yeah. flat out like my father was in the house for two days right. and act, and it's really it sounds a bit morbid and of course it is they're dead yeah. you can't get away from that yeah. but there's something about being around the body and I remember finding it very comforting that he was in the house like I woke up one of the mornings I was like oh dad's downstairs even though he was Dead. Yes. It was just nice. And there's something, it helps you process it. Okay. So the Irish are big into wakes. And everyone's just kind of drinking and eating sandwiches around this, the body. Yeah. Which is open and just staring back out blankly at you. That's but it. there's something lovely about it. I don't know why. Uh-huh. So I definitely have a wake. So what would your coffin be like? What would you like to have? I'd like something maybe kind of neon. Neon? Yeah. Might ask Banksy to do something on it, something. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, he's not busy either. Yeah. <laughs> I'd ask him to do something on it, maybe, yeah. Oh, what would Banksy maybe do? Maybe some political statements. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'd like something, I'd like a banging coffin. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, you know, something with lights, like maybe motion lights as you go past it. Oh. Or maybe like when you there's a button you can press and I, I sit up on it. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I freak a lot of people out, though. Fuck them. I'm just imagining now, now you said Banksy, I think it'd be really cool if the side of the coffin had a painting of somebody else lying down. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you're, you're lying on top of yeah. somebody with their arm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, have a bit of fun with us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and neon flashing lights. And, and of course, the lining is very important because everyone gets to see it. So you've got to sort of splash the cash a little bit, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, I think you? so. Something, I wouldn't go for the typical frill thing. Mm. I think that's a bit done. Yeah. I wouldn't be into the frills really so much. I did maybe some fur, faux fur. Faux fur, some yeah. Or some denim. Some denim. De- that's a great idea. Denim would be good. That's a really good idea. I saw uh, there was a denim mattress going around the internet. Or not, sorry, not mattress, duvet cover. Oh, really? And matching yeah. pillows and they were double denim. And I was like, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be a cool, because you're like buried in this giant pocket. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be quite, because it's not soft denim and you I need a soft, for a duvet cover, I'm thinking here. I wouldn't mind. No? No. I wouldn't mind if it had the look. Uh-huh. Because you want you want people to feel comfortable taking photos. And it has to look the look. You have to look. But while you're in bed. Oh no, while you're in the coffin. Yeah. Oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah, yes. it's still it's still selfie time. Yes. I want yes, a nice I ring suppose. light on my head. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> like like a halo. Yeah, so people can like lean in, lean in and get a little final photo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. After this short break. This is an advert from Uber One, a membership to save money on Uber and Uber Eats. Cathy, how do you feel about being a member? 
Excuse me, big god Ollie, a what? Oh, oh, sorry, oh no, as in having a membership somewhere. Right, well, that depends on what, where and who. Because with Uber One membership, you save money on Uber and Uber Eats. Oh, double whammy, give us the deets. Well, I'm actually a member of this myself, and you get £0 delivery fees and 5% off your Uber Eats orders. You get savings on Uber rides, but also, Cathy, they throw in amazing extra perks, like a year of Disney Plus included when you sign up for an annual membership, which, as we both know, is great for kids and adults alike. Hang on. Savings on rides, food and TV? That's a triple whammy. It certainly is. And you can become a member for just five ninety nine a month, starting with a four-week free trial. Gorgeous. Join Uber One now and save on Uber and Uber Eats. This is an advertisement for BetterHelp Therapy Online. Goddess Charlie, you all right? You look a bit tense. What makes you say that? Well, (laughs) you're biting your nose and your leg is shaking like a horny chihuahua. Oh yeah, now you mention it, I do feel a bit stressed. Come on then, spill the beans to Auntie Kath. What's on your mind? That's the weird thing, I don't actually know. It could be the endless sleepless nights I spend strategising on how I'm going to get a ticket to Glastonbury this year, or it could be the triple espresso I necked to make sure I didn't fall asleep on the way to work. Blimey, goddess. Whatever it is, you should invest some time in getting to the bottom. Of it. You're right. It's no good letting things fester and get out of control, especially when it's so convenient to talk to therapists now. Ah, oh, you mean our friends at BetterHelp? Precisely. It's entirely online and suited to your schedule. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash wake. That's Better H-E-L-P dot com slash wake. The funeral. So, the final send-off. What are you having for your funeral? Where are you going to have it first, do you think? So, I mean, I'm not religious at all, but I mean, that doesn't matter. Nah, it doesn't matter. Nobody gives a fuck. Not even God. Yeah, he doesn't care whether he's flat out. Uh, I think if I was going to go church, I'd go... I'm from the south side of Dublin, Dorky. I went to school in Dorky. It's really pretty. Yeah. Little coastal village. I'd get buried in that church because I made my communion there. Right. So I'd get buried. I'd have that. That I'm a confirmation. I did all the stuff that I, you do there in that church. Yeah. And it's really pretty. And there's loads of nice pubs around. Uh-huh. So I'd get wheeled in for a pint before I go down. Nice. Um, you're not married, are you? No. Do you want to get married in that church? No. No? I don't, okay. want, to get, I don't want to get married. You don't want to get married? No, I don't no. it's for me. I think I've, if you've survived this long without it. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. And then another side of me feels like I'm still too young. <laughs> I think you are, though, because so you're 20 years younger than me, so you are. You're too far too young yeah. to be getting married and yeah. tying yourself down. That's it. And um, how are you going to get to the funeral? I mean... For dramatic effect, I would like to be wheeled. I think there's something, there's no dignity in it, so I think I'd enjoy that. What, like on a sort of trolley? Yeah, like on a tro- exactly, like on a trolley. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd like to be wheeled through the town, no hearse, uh-huh. just me, raw. Oh, nice. It's still in, with the casket, still open. It's still, <laughs> still open, getting wheeled through the town. I can just imagine it now with some squeaky wheels. <laughs> Bump, um, bumpy roads. Just stone cold silence. There's no one even in the street. There's no one even come out to look. Everyone's just closing their curtains. They're like, you're one still dying. My God, this funeral's been going on for years. I'm like, take me round again. Another lap. 
<laughs> she making a fucking meal of it. Yeah, she's making a meal of it. <laughs> so, let's talk music. What's going to set the mood at the funeral? Either I go real hack and play Angels by Robbie Williams. I yeah. Know, yeah, I know. Or maybe something mystic like Enya. Oh, right, yes. Might be nice. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Ah, oh, beautiful, classics. yes. Or Stone Cold Silence. <laughs> or go real heavy and it's like smack my bitch up by the prodigy. Something, there's options there. I think Stone Cold Silence might be the most dramatic with the bells tolling. Oh, Stone Cold Silence would be fabulous yeah. because it people would feel so awkward. Yeah, and remember the wheels are still squeaking on the, on the trolley. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just a slow clap like this. Just going to have to kind of slow clap. Anyway, anyway, so now we're moving on to... The Eulogy. So the eulogy, who who has done a eulogy for us? Well, very kindly, my agent Rick. Oh, nice. Has done my eulogy. I don't think we've had an agent do one before. This is a first. Well... I share him with Kevin Bridges, which means the only way I get attention is to tell he thinks I'm actually dead. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I told him I was dead. I was like, the only way he's going to turn up to a show is if I'm dead at my funeral. So I thought it was only fair that Rick. Right, because Kevin the gets all the, Kevin gets all the attention. Really. The world mourns beloved comedian Joanne Catherine McNally, but not nearly as much as the white wine and crisp industry. <laughs> Joanne's death came as quite the shock everyone, mainly because her age became unknown after all the years of Botox. <laughs> Joanne will live on forever, not just in our hearts, but in the thousands of WhatsApp voice notes she would regularly send. I loved that. That was really oh, was that it? That was very brief. Yeah. Very just, succinct. I know. That's Rick for us. Good old Rick. Tell you, if, if it was Kevin's eulogy now, we'd be here until next Wednesday. Oh, fucking hell, yeah, and selling tickets. You'd be bawling, crying um, about the lack of commission. <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you very much for that, Rick. Rick, the agent, Rick, for that wonderful... Rick, my agent. Usually, very you, appreciated. Short, swift. <laughs> Didn't cost him anything. <laughs> so now we've come to the end of the main service and we've got a big question for you now. Buried or cremated? Which is it? <laughs> I veer between the two. Oh, Okay. I used to do jokes on my last show about the fact that I'd have so much plastic surgery they wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't burn. I'd just shrink like one of those crisp packets in the 90s. You don't look like you've had surgery. Well, not yet, Cathy, but I will. Oh, but you will when you're older. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. get a little facelift at 50. I'll do something. Nice. Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Discreetly, I'll just have like, you'll see, because obviously I'm fucking head full of staples. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a stationary cabinet. <laughs> but I think sticking, sticking with the town of legacy... I'd go burial. Okay. Because then people can come visit me. Oh, you'd like that? Yeah, lay flowers. I've seen graves where they have little windows in the... So they build like steps down and they put a little window in so you can see the coffin. Oh. Yeah. Maybe do that and have one of my eyes just up against the window like that. (laughs) 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 And what would be um, written on your gravestone? Do you know what would be fun? Go on. If they put like some sort of etch-a-sketch in <laughs> so that people could just write their own. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You could come and just write what I meant to you. 
And then the next person to come and then wipe that off and, and etch a sketch something else in. Oh, very yeah. good. And then I'd have to have someone there for hecklers and trolls if they turn up to have that kind of erased straight away. I'd yes. like it to be interactive. Do you get hecklers much at your stand-up show? Not yet, thank God. Right. Yeah, no, I haven't really. Nothing bad, nothing that stuck out. Yes. Really, no. I mean, it's amazing nowadays for you young ladies. It's, it, I just love it. It's brilliant. Because when I was knocking about in the in the 80s, I mean, the heckling of women was just outrageous. Yeah. But I just think there's more of you now. You're proper ganged up now. We are. And it's, I do, like... Look, I'm sure it's coming down the pipeline, but I do think that's kind of gone. Like the women who come to mm. my stand-up shows and me and Vogue's pod shows, they're on your side. Like they're not there to that's fuck you it. up. They're well, not there to embarrass you. That's it because, it, well, it used to be men that would only really, that, that were the majority of the audience yeah. in these places. And now it's wonderful that there's yeah. more women and stuff. Oh yeah, there'd be like two men in my shows and they wouldn't, they wouldn't dare. Right, yes. No, they'd be jumped on. Of course, because the two men there, designated drivers. Designated yeah. drivers, and they're nervous. You can see it in them. Wow. Do you ever do you ever pick the men out in the audience? Do you ever? I do. Yeah. Good. I do indeed. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, I do. absolutely I do. Yeah. Yeah. And some women sit them in the front row. I'm like, those poor bastards. Yeah. Like, I'm not mean to them. But uh-huh. like, of course, you kind of use them for a bit of crack because they are very much the binarity. Yeah, yeah. So... Now your body has officially left the building. Mm-hmm. What about your mind and soul? If you were going to be reincarnated, oh, would you like to be animal, vegetable, or mineral? I definitely don't want to be an animal. Okay. Okay. I love animals. <laughs> yeah. But it's too much of a risk. In what way? Their quality of life varies, so Uh, it's too much of a risk. Are you a worm or a Labrador? You know what I mean? It's like... (laughs) A worm. Who'd want to be reincarnated Exactly, no one, but you're not saying I have an option here. No, you do have an option. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, you could be an animal, a vegetable or a mineral. That's an option. Oh, then I'd be an elephant. <laughs> yeah. I'd be an elephant. Oh, you'd like to be an elephant. Yeah, I went on safari recently. Oh, I, did ya? Yeah, and the elephants are they're the they're the main thing. They're so cute and so beautiful. beautiful. And no one messes with them because they're so big mm. and heavy. And they just seem to have a really lovely life. And were you able to be really close to the elephant? Were you able yeah, to Yeah, so you're in like jeeps and stuff, but oh, they're yeah. open sided. There's no windows or anything. Yeah. And um yeah, they're just they're just stunning. It was one of the best trips I've ever done in my life. And their eyelashes. Stop. And the baby elephants. Oh, the baby elephants. And they're hiding in behind their mum's ears and all. And oh. they're just so cute. And then they'll pick up like dirt, like kind of dust in their trunk and blow it at the car. And you're like, I don't know if they're attacking us or they're in on the joke. I don't know. I thought it was oh, amazing. No, I think, I think they, they know that um, this is all part of the entertainment. I think so. Oh, well, wonderful. Will I'd you be an elephant. Come I don't know what a mineral a, is. Is it like as in come back with, as a glass of water? What's that? Yeah, well, you know, a mineral could be a crystal. It could be... Oh, or, no, I don't believe in them. Or, or a computer. Don't believe in them. Because it's made of computers. <laughs> Imagine me like I want to come back as a laptop. No. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, or, or a, a granite cliff face or... Yeah, I'm just thinking back on past... Sto- like a stony buzz. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I take, I take elephants, please. We will make sure yeah. that you will be a beautiful 
a modern elephant. one. Yeah. So no one can ride my back or anything like that. So now we move on to... Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The so before we get on to the wheel, are you going to be haunting anyone? I mean, it depends what's on the other side. Right. Because there might be too much fun going on for you to be asked That's to it. come back yeah. and haunt. Yeah, if it's like a free bar, I probably won't come back. I should imagine it would be a free bar. If it's a token bar. situation, I'll uh-huh. probably come back. Uh-huh. I think I'd like a haunting. Anyone in particular that you, you'd have to mention names? Vogue, I'd say Vogue's my... Oh, you're going to haunt Vogue? She's terrified of ghosts. Ah. So I'd definitely come back. I'd make an effort anyway. Mm. Try and scare the life out of her. But Vogue did tell us, I'm remembering now, Vogue did say that she always felt, um, she was always quite frightened of death and talking about death. And she sort of felt doing this podcast helped get rid of that sort of yeah. fear for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sort of demystifying and it's all right. You could say the word dead and you're not going to drop dead yeah. if you say it. Exposure therapy. So I think, oh, is that what it's called? Exposure therapy. Well, I guess, I, I just mean as in if you expose yourself to, it's like what I was talking about, mm. the wake. Yeah. People ha- would have a fear of dead bodies. Yes. But then when you're around them, obviously you lose that fear because you just get used to it. It's like anything. That's it. And the more you talk about something, it becomes, you just kind of normalise it and, you know, it's not as scary as it was. So maybe, what I'm getting at, I suppose, is maybe Vogue wouldn't be that freaked out if you Uh, came back to her. Uh, She would, yeah. She's been very clear with me. (laughs) Oh, has she? Yeah, because we reckon I'll die first. Oh, okay. Because Vogue is like kind of athletically fit. Right. So unless she gets hit by a bus... She's going to outlast me. Uh-huh. So we've decided I'll definitely go first. And she's made it very clear. If there is a situation where you are able to come back, if you come back, I'll fucking kill you all over again. <laughs> I love the fact that this pact has already been <laughs> has already been made. Because she knows I'd come back to piss her off. Like uh-huh. Christmas Day, she was like, don't anyone contact me. So I FaceTimed her at 8am. Like she knows I try and get a rise out of her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I don't, I don't believe in ghosts. She's yeah. a big believer in it. Right. Yeah, right. she's really big into it. Uh-huh. So we just need some final admin, your will. So what have you got and who's getting it? I'm not going to be one of these wankers that gives it to a cat's home. Okay. Why is that what you're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of 
pause there. Because now I'm just thinking of all the fucking cat lovers in the no. world that would go mad. I wouldn't give my money to a fucking cat. You can't either. give it to an animal. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah. So if I don't have kids, I've got about 20 godchildren at this stage. I'm like Elton John. Yeah. So I'd split it out between them. Mm-hmm. I'd give some to charities. Nice. Yeah. Um, I probably would. Do- no, no, I'm so, I'm so, I'm such a hypocrite. I probably would give some to the to the dogs trust. <laughs> but I'm saying I wouldn't give it all. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Like the the cats don't need to be living in gilded cages and eating mm. truffles. Like, come on. No, and cats actually prefer it to be able to they go want, out. Yeah, and they're have a, feral. Yeah, they want to have a ramble and a you wander I mean? and a chase. And, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. give my money to have a cat wearing some sort of Fabergé egg around its neck. <laughs> well, yeah. Let them live in the wild. I'd give it to my god kids. I'd divide it up amongst my friends. I mean, the chances are I'd probably have spent it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm very good to myself. Do you know what I mean? Good. Yeah. So you should be. Yeah, and I've no pension. Yeah. And I've no houses. I've nothing like that. Okay. So they'll be spitting up basically a runner collection. (laughs) And some jumpsuits. (laughs) And some jumpsuits. Yeah. Yeah, and a bit of jewellery. That's it. Yeah, but the the God kids would get it. They'd have to really, wouldn't they? And is there anything you wouldn't want anybody to find? I mean, I've never succeeded in keeping a diary of note. It's just like... Highlights today, Sharapatas wow. tomorrow. Like there's no real <laughs> deep seated thoughts. And everything I do think is kind of either in the podcast or in a show. That's it. Now yeah. don't get me wrong, there's obviously, you know, stuff that's happened that I don't wouldn't want people to know about. Everyone has their past. That's it. But it's not written down. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. I was actually only reading the other day yeah. about a man whose wife died and he went and found her diaries. Now she was dying, so she knew she was dying. Yeah. And he found her diaries and she'd been cheating on him for years. <gasps> wow. And I was like, isn't she a silly billy now? Yes. That's the thing you say, bring me my little books, darling. And, and especially you burn them. she was still alive. And I then know. She's got a face a big old fucking but, row. But then famous people I know, like say the Jane Austens of this world, I know her sister tried to get rid of a lot of her old letters and stuff, which oh, now really? you wish she hadn't. Yeah, so it's it, it's nice to have a legacy if you're up that Yes, ilk. yes. I want to know Jane Austen's inner thoughts. No one wants to know mine. Yes. So no, there's nothing really that I wouldn't want people to find. Mm. Nothing really, to be honest. Well, great. Yeah, well, that's that nothing really. It's that not makes... like I'm making shieldos. No, what's a shieldo? It's probably not for the podcast. Shildo. Well, it's obviously to do with dildo. It's where lads... Go on. Look at me getting my ears closed a lot. <laughs> I ain't got fucking headphones on. It's where lads, um, or people, yeah. shit in a condom and then freeze it and then use it as a dildo. I'm what sorry. the dirty fucking <laughs> cunts. What the fuck is that? What? I'm so what? sorry. I'm so sorry. Gee whiz. Now that's not something you'd want anyone to find. Imagine being hit by a bus and they open your freezer and it's full of shieldos. Gee whiz, I thought I'd heard everything. (laughs) So what's the point? But then it would start to melt. Is that the point? It would start to thaw out? Listen, I don't know the details here. I just know that they exist. That's all I know. There's some dirty fucking bastards out there, isn't there? Gee whiz. Imagine that was your legacy. Left behind two children and a freezer full of shieldos. (laughs) <laughs> Divide the shadows up amongst the godchildren, please. 
Oh, that's really oh, no, made me sorry. feel sick. Sorry. <laughs> but back to the point. I've nothing. I've nothing yes. to hide. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so we're almost at the end of the episode now, Joanne, and uh, this has been absolutely fabulous, as we knew it would be. But one last thing before yeah. you go: what are your famous last words? Oh, I think. I think it would have to be those shieldos aren't mine. <laughs> the shieldos are not mine. That's it. On my headstone. On my etch sketch. The shieldos are not mine. <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous. I'd never heard that before. Has somebody else mentioned it though? I know someone with who found shieldos in her fellas freezer. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucked up. I don't know, is it an urban myth? But I, I, I don't think it is. Because she was like, she was going out with this guy and she's like, oh, you should have known when I found the red flags like, when I found the shield out. And I was like, when you found the what? <laughs> red flag. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking hell. Red flag. Yeah. Well, listen, we, we, we're not here to judge. We're not here to judge. But I, but I did. I sounded like I was very judgmental. <laughs> Earlier, actually. So I don't want anyone writing in saying, how dare you, Kathy? What kind of listeners do you get? It's such a variety. We get a lot, but the people that write in, we get a lot of people from like Canada and America writing in. But I don't know, it's sort of a mix. It's a real mix. Oh, dear. So, well, listen, that's it. Um, we're not going to say goodbye, though, because we've got this subscription podcast. Right. And Joanne will be joining us over there on Six Feet Under Listener, where we take a look through your real-life deaf stories. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or head to wellisworldwatchwake.com for details. Oh, do you know what? This has been absolutely delightful. I, I, knew, I knew it would be. I, I, I've been really looking it's forward to meeting you. Oh, I know, She's so going. And, Is she uh, going? Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, she's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Berg. My senior producer is Charlie Morell and my producer is Naya Dio, or as I like to call them, my goddesses. Our engineers are Ed Gill and Matthias Torres-Soleil, marketing by Kieran Lancini. Our production coordinator is Lily Hambly, music by Jonathan Rathbone, and the executive producer is Ollie Wilson.